Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I'm Aaron Lewis coming to you from the Jewish State Studio. With me today is June Lou, Seth Geisen from the Villager Scar Studios, John McTavish. How you guys doing? Justin Andrews, I love you. Bienvenido a Miami. All right. So today we're talking about the Cohiba Siri M Corona Gorda. It's more of a, I don't know, short Churchill, six and a half inch by 48. I don't know what you want to call it here. Um, not, a corona, not a Corona Gorda. No. Uh, comes out of the El Titan de Bronze factory in the United States. Uh, rappers Nicaraguan Crojo, Fighters from Nicaragua. Filler is Nicaraguan Jalapa and Esteli in Dominican Piloto Cubano. Uh, price point is $29.99 and cigar was released in April of 2022. So with all that out of the way, June, what was your overall experience like with this cigar? Um, cigar was, uh, I, I mainly got a couple of things out of this. Uh, a lot of spicy cedar minerals uh there wasn't enough like you know uh, the softer kind of sweeter tones coming through um yeah pretty <sighs> so I, I was telling you guys before we we're live on this but i spoke three of these uh one of them was actually significantly better but the other two that i spoke was just like this where those too much minerals too much kind of you know woodsy cedar coming through uh, and not enough of that like softness uh, that that I was looking for. So, yeah, really, I really like the size, but flavor profile didn't deliver nearly as much as the, the the first iteration of it. All right, Seth, what were your thoughts? Oh, you're muted, bro. Damn, oh, Rocky. Seth. That gem that you just laid on us was lost. <laughs> Terrible. There was no gem, but <laughs> I, I was going to say, listen, as June said that he smoked through all the samples and he had one good one. I also smoked. To disclose, I also smoked samples that I purchased from Havana Fills. Um, so I was smoking samples that were provided to us by General and ones by Havana Fills, and there was vast differences. Um, but I did like, I did find the ones that I purchased had a core core profile, which was really enjoyable. And, and it's not as, it's not anything like past year's release, and I'm now wrapping up a conclusion. So I'm going to focus on the first third. I'm sorry, Aaron. Um, really rich earth mocha. I was getting some stone fruit, sweet spices, um, medium strength and body. You know, it was like, listen, I, I loved it from the first third, second, third. It was just, listen, I'm, I'm going to praise this whole damn thing. I just, I think it's fantastic. I you like this more than the first one? Uh, no, I did not. Didn't I? No. I'd have to look up the score. But I'll look it up. I don't I'll think I did. It. I'll find it. Um, the only thing that's not a Corona Gorda, John. So we were just talking about this, about flavor profiles. Uh, even though it's not really made in the Dominican Republic, we were just talking about flavor profiles and how Seth and I tend to not align when it comes to Dominican profiles. I found this cigar very Dominican-esque. Uh, I don't get into that as we go. So for flavor profiles, um, definitely got, you know, musty cedar, light baking spices, which, you know, reminds me of like a Davidoff. Um, wooden baking spices become sort of more medium, um, powdered cocoa, white pepper, like graham cracker, some nice sweetness, uh, like a really, you know, nuanced, balanced first third with, you know, a little bit of strength. Um, mustard graham cracker in the second third, mild baking spices, mild dryness, some citrus. Um, you know, it's uh, more citrusy take on the first third. And the last third uh, did start out with mild musty graham, but then it became sort of a more of a mild bitter cedar. Um, chocolate and espresso sort of enhancing that bitterness. 
uh, and then some astringency and citrus coming through. So it was okay. It was pleasant, but didn't quite harmonize the way the first couple thirds. Uh, I actually smoked two cigars for this as well. Um, both interestingly had uh, burn problems, which was kind of funny. Uh, and, and in fact, in the exact same places, both had a wavy burn with a portion of the wrapper that didn't burn in the first third, then corrected. And then both of them became uneven in the second third required a touch up almost at the exact same point. And I was like trying to smoke it in a different way to see if it was a, uh, you know, user error. It was not a user. error. Uh, also both cigars had a resistant draw. The first one had a two and a half, uh, notch resistant draw. So, you know, some resistance and the second one had a minor amount of resistance uh, one and a half two notches so uh, averaged out to very good anyways all that to say uh it was a good experience uh i liked them there you go aaron what about you uh for me this cigar started with toasted cedar baking spice and light mustness uh some earth joined it a bit later and then the second third saw the toast level become heavy uh final third saw the baking spice depart and the toast transition to char um, the, the scar started on a positive note, uh, but kind of dropped down a uh, level in each of the remaining thirds of that snug draw I had, uh, likely took a toll on the flavor profile, kind of just choking it out. Um, but you know, this being the second Vitola that, uh, we reviewed, I'm still not enamored with this blend. Um, like, you know, you guys were with the first one, um, price points really high. Um, I just don't think it provides uh, a smoking experience that's kind of on par with that price point. So it's um, not something I'm going to see myself uh, coming back to. So, um, all right, let's get into the scores. We're going to start out at the top with Seth at 7.37. Uh, June gave it a 5.55. I gave it a 5.35. And John gave it a 5.30. So, Seth, how that 7.37 matchup for you? Not as good. It's about a point, almost a point less yep. than last year, June. Um not as not as good as as the Toro. Um, I still thought it was a really good cigar. I thought it's it's really concentrated. If that makes any sense with this Vitola, it just felt really sharp and very concentrated. Um, I think it needs to open up, but it's. I just I don't I like the blend. I like I like what comes out of it. I like the stuff out of the factory in that sense. So I can get behind it. Right, I don't even June, know who's 5. anywhere 5. close 5. to me. 5.55, so almost two whole points. Go ahead, <laughs> On a whole nother course. Yeah, big, big drop. You know, um, yeah, the, I, I didn't... I, I like the last year one way better. Um, unlike Seth, I, I felt like this... I mean, you figure, you know, they go thinner ring gauge. Uh, flavors should be more intense and full and more, you know, uh, kind of fuller in general, but uh, it, it wasn't that sense. Like, the flavors that I got were full, but I just felt like there wasn't enough of a balance of, like, other kind of spectrum of flavors to, like, tie together better, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. at the end of the day, we need to uh, buy a master case of these from Havana Phil's to confirm that these are really good. <laughs> Go buy a whole. Sorry, I was watching this video of a guy who st- stuck a straw through a hot dog at a baseball game. He's drinking beer through the hot dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God, All right, uh, my thousand my, bucks for a box. My five point three five matches up well. Uh, overall, it was an average flavor profile. Um, construction was okay. Had a fairly snug draw, so that kind of took down a notch. But um, yeah, not so, something I'm coming back to. All right, John, five point three. So you can just ignore everything that I said because I grabbed my wrong notes. I grabbed yeah. the the last Cohiba. So if it sounded great, that's because it was the last one that was good. Uh, this one was average across the board and uninspiring and flat and boring. Uh, but the construction was great. So except for the burn or the draw, pardon me. 
So, yeah. uh, yeah. So ignore everything that I said. Uh, it wasn't very good. It was very average. It was very flat. Very boring. All right. Uh, final thoughts from you guys on the cigar. Should they go for a third Vitola, or should they just leave it well, well enough alone? <laughs> no, keep keep it coming. I want to see what else. They're, unfortunately, need a Lons, need a I bet you. I bet you. I mean, don't you don't you feel like they're just mimicking La Polina Goldie? That this has just the true ability to huh. really go downhill. Like I just like I know it hasn't really gone uphill for you guys, but like I just feel like I think Justin has the ability in a couple of years to really destroy Cohiba Sirium, and then it'll give me the opportunity to attack him. I just think I just think by 2024, Justin has the ability to screw this up. <laughs> to be, I'm, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Why? Because you think he can only do these? No, okay. it's just because everybody screws these up. I mean, Lapalina well, I mean, screwed was it up with gold from you guys. Right? Yeah, that's a pretty, uh, that's a that was a, that was a change in tobacco, that's, right? For Lapalina Goldies. I mean, yeah, and it changed. That was the culprit. Too. Yeah, in fact, I mean, there was a, factory. I think there's a no. They Goldies are still same same factory. Uh, now I mean, they are, but that's but the part that when they were really good when they were really the day, good they like. Yeah, when yeah. they made that initial shift, they weren't made at the same factory anymore. Yeah, they were the roller, but it was just the roller. Mm. Mm, look it La up. La Polina Goldies. La Guita oh. The initial run was, was done all, at Al Teton. And, yeah. then, and then later on, they changed the factory. Did they? Yes. Hmm. And and you know, because the moment they started the suck was when they weren't being rolled out at Al No way. They were still being made at Al uh, I think the problem is that you're trying to make this a small ring gauge cigar, and I actually think, weirdly, it should be a larger ring gauge. I do agree with you on that. Despite the fact the, uh, that I shit the bed on my review. It's, six uh, by 60 next. Just go freaking yeah, modern day Kohiba. Do, it, do a box press six by 60. Mm. Box press six by 60. Do it. Yeah. yeah. yeah I don't, I, I'm not going to buy it. But right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, 30 bucks. Um, and I, you know, like I said, I had in my notes that, um, you know, I had some, I had some draw problems and like for, for a cigar that expensive, like, and I know this wouldn't be fair, but I almost feel like the construction of a cigar over $25, it's, it's, you, you're either perfect or you should get a zero score because there's just no room in my mind for a $30 cigar to have any flaws whatsoever. Yeah. This one's not, not that on for any of us so all right uh wherever you're catching this video be sure to like and subscribe uh check out the full written review on the website and follow us on all the social media channels and you can catch all of our review recaps on podcasts so itunes google play and podbean thank you for tuning in we'll catch you on the next one